If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. And it is Wednesday on this show, and you know what that means? we got a lot to talk about here today. Dynamite is tonight. NXT was last night. And, of course, we can tell you the uh, everything that happened on NXT. We'll do the world-famous NXT report in the final segment of the show. But, of course, before then, a lot of news including the death of Mantar. Mike Halak has passed away at the age of 55 years old. And I have some stuff to say about this because, yeah, I realize that the Mantar gimmick was stupid, but, you know, there it didn't have to be is actually the point that I want to make. But we'll talk more about that as we get going here today. Also, the Raw ratings for Monday night. We got a lot of movie news. Drew McIntyre has been... Uh, He's been cast in a film. There's a new movie about Antonio Inoki coming out. Megan Morant of WWE is donating a kidney. And uh, and plenty of other notes as well. One of the big stories today, obviously, is also the debut of Nick Wayne. He will be debuting for AW Dynamite tonight. He will be facing Swerve Strickland. We have a full lineup for the show and uh, I have been told that on Twitter, it is, uh, it is hashtag Nick Wayne Day. So uh, all the best to young Nick. Of course, he's got a, he's got a very strong tie-in to this website. As his father, Buddy Wayne, was uh, a weekly uh, character. is probably the wrong word, but Buddy was a character. But he was on the show every single week for uh, probably a decade. And uh, I have known Nick since his birth, actually. And uh, the first man actually to ever carry Nick Wayne here on this website. I've got uh, photos of us way back in 2006 when we did the Battle of the Empire, myself and Vinny. And uh, young Nick was there, and, God, he was like one or something. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either a Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Ooh, definitely nuggets and a Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, single. And, a frosty frosty for me. and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Buy One, Get One for a Buck. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card upside users have already earned over 200 million dollars now it's your turn download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas use promo code gas 11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's code gas11 use code gas11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill up cash back's not available in gas in new jersey and wisconsin President Biden recently released a massive six trillion dollar budget the largest budget in u.s history and guess who pays the bill that's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi is going to be here in a little while, apparently. I don't know what he's doing right now, but he ain't around. But he's going to be here in a moment. But we got a lot to talk about here today. And uh, before we get into uh, Mantar, I would like to mention, so we don't have to harp on it and people get all angry, Another record shattered by WWE today as their stock closed at $111, which is the highest that the WWE stock has ever closed in history. April 21, they closed at 109.35. 
broke that yesterday at 111, and so they're uh, absolutely swimming in money. And, uh, you know, I was talking about this with Lance today. The Lance Storm show is up because we were talking about Wembley and that John Cena promo and how John Cena was teasing a WrestleMania in London. And the fact of the matter is, you know, the the argument against WWE ever running a WrestleMania in London is that nowadays they make a lot of money off these, um, you know, the site fees. So, for example, if they were going to run, you know, all these cities bid for, for WrestleMania. So maybe Seattle wants it, San Francisco wants it. So they all make a bid. And it's like, you bring it here, and we're going to give you an, an additional $30 million to bring WrestleMania here because you're going to bring in, you know, X number of tourists, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the issue with London is they don't need that. They don't need to pay a site fee for WrestleMania. It's not like they're hurting for tourists. They get 40 million tourists every year. And so, you know, the that is one thing working against the idea of WrestleMania going to London because if the options were WrestleMania goes to Orlando or WrestleMania goes to London and uh, Orlando is willing to pay $30 million for WrestleMania and London is not, then uh, the obvious answer to be the obvious answer would be, will we go to Orlando, get that extra $30 million? So, uh, you know, the, the reality is, I believe, that if you live in London... If you live in the U.K. anywhere and you want WWE to run WrestleMania in London or wherever in the U.K., what you need to do is you need to go buy a ticket for Wembley. Because if, and I don't even think if, like, but I will just say if, if they break the all-time legitimate attendance record, which I think is around 81,000 fans, the paid attendance for a wrestling event, 81,000 fans, if AEW breaks that, then, you know, this $111 for the uh, the WWE stock, you know, they got upcoming TV deals. I mean, they got, they got an impossible amount of money. And so they, there is no law, there is no rule that they must get a site fee for WrestleMania. I do not in any way think that it is impossible that if Wembley ends up selling 81,000 tickets, 82,000 tickets, that WWE will forego that site fee in order to run two nights at Wembley and do, I don't know, whatever, 82, 83,000 both nights. I mean, do not think that that is impossible, that they would do that if, if Wembley ended up getting 81, 82,000 uh, tickets sold. So... You know, there's, and then they may even already have that intention because you don't send John Cena out there to tease the idea that they're going to run a WrestleMania in London without the idea that, you know, there's a very good chance that we're actually going to do this. And in fact, I believe that they just uh, sent out a deal where they announced that uh, they're going to Wembley Arena, which is not Wembley Stadium, but uh, they've got a show coming to the other Wembley. And uh, yeah, I mean,. People are going to listen to this and go, oh, what an AEW shill. I'm not an AEW shill. This is a WWE thing. If you want WrestleMania in London, go buy a ticket to Wembley, and that is your best shot of getting a WrestleMania, two nights of WrestleMania in London. So anyway, Mike Hallock, better known to wrestling fans as Mantar, has passed away. His daughter announced that her father passed away in his sleep July 11th. He was 55 years old. WWE stated they are said to learn that Mike Hollock, better known to WWE fans as Mantar, has passed away. His combination of size, charisma, immediately captivated fans worldwide 
as he took to the ring in a giant bullhead to highlight his half-man, half-minotaur persona. Spent time in WWE, ECW. Faced some of the biggest stars of his generation, like Bam Bam Bigelow, Ray's Ramon, Bret Hart. WWE extends its condolences to Mike Hollick's family, friends, and fans. Former USWA Unified World Champion beat Jerry Lawler for the belt March 15th, 1997. Wrestled Tank from the Truth Commission at the time. Lawler won the belt back a week later. Started his career in the early 90s. Wrestled as Bruiser Mastino, which is a great name. Signed with WWE in 94. Adopted the half-man, half-bull gimmick of Mantar. Entered in the 95 Royal Rumble. Had televised matches with Bret Hart and Razor Ramon. Left the company in the summer of 95. Wrestled briefly in ECW again as Bruiser Mastino. Was the Truth Commission's tank in USWA before joining Germany's CWA promotion. He actually entered the uh, the cluster at Joey Janela's Spring Break 2019 for GCW, which I think may have been his last uh, wrestling appearance. But, you know, I was thinking about this today because I have been... Uh, I was watching all of those retro Raws before we foolishly moved to NWA TNA. And, you know, Mantar... Game of the ring in a bullhead, you know, wrestle crap the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, everyone makes fun of the gimmick and everything like that. But I was really thinking that, you know, obviously it's not his fault that they gave him that gimmick. But I think that one of the problems with the 90s was they had so many stupid gimmicks that, uh, you know, this guy coming to the ring with a bull on his head, it was like he was just immediately written off by a lot of fans. But the fact of the matter is, you know, a gimmick like Mantar actually could have worked. And I was talking about this with Lance. You know, people hear Mantar and everything like that. They're like, how stupid and everything like that. You guys realize that one of the... And actually, I wouldn't even say one-up. The greatest gimmick. The greatest gimmick in the history of professional wrestling was a guy called The Undertaker. His gimmick was that he was dead and that uh, there was a magical urn and uh, and this bloke uh, would pull the lid off and a spotlight would shine. And he could do magic. And he could rise to heaven. You can't name me a dumber gimmick. But you know what? The right guy made it work. And uh, Lance brought up Mick Foley. You know, his, his gimmick was mankind. You know, you tell fans the gimmick. His gimmick is mankind. You know, what is the gimmick? I don't know. He's a guy called Mankind. Then, you know, he's got three different personas. I mean, you know, there's so many gimmicks in wrestling that, you know, with the right guy doing the gimmick, the right guy getting the right push, I mean, you can make it work. A Vader, his name was Big Van Vader, and he wore an elephant uh, thing on his head that blew smoke. And, uh, you know, you tell that to a normal person, it's like, how could that possibly? Well, it did, because the guy, Leon White, playing Vader, was absolutely awesome. And, uh, you know, the story with Vader, too, you know, that gimmick almost went to the guy that ended up being the ultimate warrior. And uh, how long do you think that Big Van Vader would have lasted with a Jim Helwig playing the role? It's the right guy in the right role, and really anything can work. I mean, doink! When uh, when Doink was played by Matt Bourne, I mean, you go back and watch it, and the gimmick was actually awesome. But, you know, it was the 90s, and there were garbage men, and there were race car drivers, and there was, you know, whatever. Plumbers. And so, you know, yeah, people didn't have patience for that sort of thing. But, you know, you, you could have made a gimmick, Mantar, work. Uh, but uh, it didn't work, unfortunately, and... Uh, 
And that's the story. But all the best to the friends and family of Mike Hollock. Uh, sad to hear anybody pass away, especially at the age of 55. And uh, once again, all the best. Did you say he was half man, half minotaur? Well, you know, that's what it said right here, but that doesn't make sense now, does it? It doesn't. He was he was a minotaur, but he was called mantar, you see. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's, again, I you know, it's one of those he's one of those guys I didn't see him in USWA, so I can only judge him from what he did in WWF and unfortunately, that's not enough to judge someone's career by in the short time that he was there doing that. Back in a moment with more of Observer Live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. A lot of discussion about my Wembley thing I was just talking about. And uh, here's some comments on that. So first off, you know, people are like, well, why does it have to be a WrestleMania? You know, why not just run another show? Well, the issue is you do not want to run another show and go over there and draw less than AEW has drawn for this show. And, uh, you know, the last major, major show uh, they did in Europe was a Cardiff show. And right now, this AEW show has, uh, has drawn almost twice what WWE drew for Cardiff. And so, obviously, the reason that AEW has done the numbers it's done is because they've never been there before. It's the first show in the market. And, you know, I'm not saying it'll never happen, but the chances of them running another massive stadium show and doing numbers like this, it's probably not going to happen because it will no longer be the first time. And so WWE has been over there, you know, for decades. And so there is no first time for WWE. And so what they need to do if they want to go over there and not go over, book a huge stadium, and sell fewer tickets than AEW, if they want to go over there and beat them, which is the only reason you're going to go over there and, and rent out an enormous stadium is to beat AEW, then you need to do it with the biggest possible show that you have, and that is two nights of WrestleMania. So, you know, if I had to put, uh, I don't know how these odds work and everything like that, but if I had to put my neck on the line, which I also would not like to do, I would say that within uh, within five years, certainly within ten, you see a WrestleMania in London. Boss man, you put your neck on the line every time you get on the mat and roll, don't you? You can stick your neck out there a little bit, right? Come well, on. that's true. I do stick my actually. I don't stick my neck out. That's what you don't want to do. And you know what? You you talked about the site fee. I did catch that at the very beginning. I don't know if you talked about the tax implications that WWE will also get from going to a place. It's not only that they get paid to be there. There's other you know financial reasons and other financial breaks that they look for and that they try to get, which places like Minnesota are dying to give them to get a, a WrestleMania in Minneapolis. So they are taking... The possibility of less to go over there, plus you got all the equipment, all that's all the extra cost. But if they, I, I don't know when this BT Sport deal, who I believe that's who they're with over in the UK, I don't know when that deal ends. But obviously, it's going to be coming up. And if they have gotten into a situation where they are able to increase their deal there, maybe not as much as they are here, with it being you know up to two times the amount, but they're able to increase it there they may be able to get some of that money back with extra added help in production and things like that, relying on a partner to help fill some of that money that they would lose out on with the tax breaks and with the site fees. We got uh, raw ratings for Monday night, 1.81 million viewers and a .56, 1.85 million first hour, 1.87 million second hour, 1.71 million third hour. So, it was a good number. The uh, peak for the show uh, was the Becky Lynch-Zoe Stark match and the end of Logan Paul and Ricochet. So uh, second week in a row that the women have been involved in the highest rated segment on Raw. The week prior was the uh, the Rhea Ripley versus Natalia match, which uh, not only was the highest rated, but it actually had one of those little peaks that they've been having lately in, in the otherwise straight line. So 
Two weeks in a row with the uh, the women being the most watched thing on Raw. We got the uh, AW show tonight. Chris Jericho versus Commander. We have an Own Heart Foundation Women's Tournament semifinal, Ruby Soho and Sky Blue. We have the Blind Eliminator semifinals, which are MGF and Adam Cole versus Big Bill and Brian Cage. And we have Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. And I guess if I had to make a prediction, probably MGF and Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy and Darby in the finals of this tournament. And we have got uh, the fifth members revealed for Blood and Guts. And then, yes, the debut of young Nick Wayne against Swerve Strickland. And if you're a longtime subscriber, I don't think you need to know anything about Nick Wayne that you don't already know. His father, Buddy Wayne, was uh, the guy that I consider to have trained me. And uh, I did hundreds of matches with Buddy. And then uh, one day, Buddy had a, a child. And the child was young Nick Wayne. And uh, I have known Nick. I don't, you know, honestly, like, I have known Nick for his, his whole entire life. But, you know, there was a, there was a, someone at Twitter put up a, a ring around the Northwest. And uh, that was Mike Rogers' newsletter. And the headline was, uh, Brian Alvarez quietly retires. Okay. And, uh, and that came out in 2004. Okay. So I don't know if you guys can do math or not, but I have been retiring for longer than Nick Wayne has been alive. Okay. So the reason that I quietly retired was that was the aftermath of the hair match that I had with Vinny. That match was an atrocity. I lost all of my love for wrestling, and I was pretty much never going to do it again after that. And for the first time in my life, I took an entire summer off of everything. I didn't work out. I didn't do anything that summer. I sat in front of the pool at my uh, apartment complex. I, I couldn't say, like, clinical depression, but, it like, I, man, I was, dude, I was miserable. I was so miserable, and I hated this business. And so, really, from that point forward, that was, like, the end of my working regularly, and then, you know, I did the death tour and the stuff with Larry Sweeney. And then I did some stuff for, uh, you know, the local, uh, you know, some stuff around here. And then I did the comeback in, in 2016 or whatever with Tom. And, like, the point of this is there was so much time. Like, my, my, my wrestling career, if you want to call it that, was largely over before Nick Wayne was born. And so, yeah, I went over there every now and then and I saw Buddy and, you know, I'd play around with Nick, and the, he, they had a little ball pit that was shaped like a wrestling ring. It was an inflatable wrestling ring with balls in there, okay? And I was little, and Nick was little, and so we would play in the ball pit. And, you know, body slammed the kid and everything like that, and Buddy would, you know, do moves and everything. And then, you know, he got a little bit older, and he started playing around in the ring. And uh, and I have matches with, with me and Nick that I filmed when he was probably 10, I would say, probably 10, and, you know, he's just little, and we would do these matches, and, and, uh, and I always, I remember always thinking, you know, someday this kid's going to turn 18, and, uh, and I'm going to have to do a match with him in a promotion somewhere and, uh, and put him over. But, you know, I would say probably by the time he got 14, it was like, okay, first off, this kid is, like, way too good. And second off, he's way too big. Like, there's no way to make this match work. It just doesn't work because he needs to be the baby face. And, you know, you can't have me in there with this freaking giant, you know, trying to get heat. So it's like, ah, it's never going to happen. 
And so, you know, saw him here and there, saw him at shows and everything like that. But, um, you know, I was I would never sit here and say, I am one of the guys that got Nick Wayne where he is today. I am one of the guys that helped train Nick Wayne. None of that is true, okay? But I did, uh, I have known him literally since he was zero. And I was there the night that he got the uh, contract from uh, from Darby. And, you know, the funny thing is, I was just at the show. And I didn't know anything. And I, I think his mom knew, but I'm not actually entirely sure. I guess I should probably ask her the next time I see her. But, you know, no one told me anything. And I was there watching the match. And when it was over, Darby's music hit and the place just goes crazy. And so, uh, you know, Darby comes down to the ring and, like, I just knew. I was like, he's going to give him a contract. He is going to give him an AEW cut. So I got out my phone and I started filming. And uh, and I got the moment where Darby offered Nick an AEW contract. And I put it up on Twitter and it got like a million views or some absolutely crazy number like that. And, you know, at the time he was only 16 years old. And uh, so for the, for, the, for the next two years, it's like this guy went all over the world. Not all over the country. He went all over the world, and at like 16, 17 years old, he's not wrestling other nerds on these low-level indie shows. He's on big shows, big companies, some of the biggest names in this business. For crying out loud, at 17, he's having matches with Will Ospreay. And I watched this guy, and like between the ages of 16 and 18, dude, you never saw a guy get so good so fast. And, you know, I just, it was like, man... Buddy Wayne was like, I mean, to this day, all these guys I've ever been in the ring with, there was nobody like Buddy, and he worked all of the biggest names as, a, as an enhancement guy in the 90s, and uh, that included, like, your Ricky Steamboats and your Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels told Buddy Wayne after their match, he goes, man, if you were six feet tall, you'd be a millionaire, and the reality is Buddy wasn't six feet tall. He's about 5'5". Five, five. He was shorter than I am. And and because of that, because of, you know, the things, everything we know about wrestling and height and everything like that, he was never a huge star. But uh, his son is now debuting on national TV in the number two promotion in America at the age of 18. And I said this to uh, to his mom. I said, you know what, buddy would be like so happy and like so angry at the same time because that's how buddy was. But, uh, you know, I'm so happy for Nick. I hope he just tears it up tonight because I've seen him have matches with Swerve. And, man, you know, if they have the time, they are going to have a tremendous match. And uh, and he's only 18 years old, so I don't want to hear tomorrow whether he won or whether he lost. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Bro, he's 18. He just turned 18. He's going to be fine, okay? <laughs> And, you know, the one thing I know probably better than anyone listening to this right now is I know his mother. And uh, he's, he's, uh, he's not going to make a mistake. Because <laughs> if he does, she's going to kill him. So, anyway, all the best to Nick Wayne. And uh, I'm very proud of him. I'm very happy. And it's going to be an awesome night tonight. Hashtag Nick Wayne Day on Twitter. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right, for about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we got to talk about my favorite show, NXT. It's not actually my favorite show, but you know what I was thinking today, Mike, just a moment ago, in fact? What's that? Because I saw you looking out the window pondering something there. Yeah, you know, I was just looking out the window at the beautiful scenery here. Are there and, clouds? Uh, you know, I'm on the ocean. I'm looking out. The Pacific Ocean is right there. There's a bunch of trees and stuff over there. And I thought, you know, NXT is like the ocean. Because at this point, it is a weird amalgamation of a developmental show and a national third brand for WWE. And uh, because of the people that they brought up and the people they still have there, it is literally, it's like an ocean where, like, there are highs in NXT that I know people don't want to hear this, but it's true. 
it's as good as anything in any promotion, okay? Not a lot of them, but they exist. And also, uh, boy, does it have its lows. And uh, I guess the first thing that I would say is if you're going to watch anything on NXT last night, you must watch Ilya Dragunov and Braun Breaker. Yes. This freaking match was so awesome. And it was everything that I wanted. Because the story of Ilya Dragunov and Braun Breaker is both men are very, very intense. And they have decided to have a match to see who can be more intense. And man, they pummeled each other. They absolutely pummeled each other. And they're doing these uh, these near falls at the end, and the place is going nuts, the fight forever chance, and it was awesome. This is awesome chance. And finally at the end, I mean, you know, Braun Breaker, he had all of his big moves, everything was kicked out of, hit the spear out of nowhere, and then finally Braun kills him with a lariat. He goes for another spear. Elia hits him with a running knee and a torpedo to the back of the head, and he pinned him. This match ruled it was awesome it was so now what did you now be honest here though would you suggest to anybody to use that somersault headbutt to the back of the neck that he delivered on braun breaker bro i watch Ilya dragunov and i love this guy and i love every single one of his matches i would not i would not suggest anybody wrestle He's like Ilya dragunov terrifying sometimes yes <laughs> but but actually so the Judgment Day opened up the show, and they came down to the ring. They were confronted by Mello and Trick, and they had a back and forth with everybody, and it set up a main event of Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest as the main event of this show here. Now, one of the downsides of this show, which uh, I don't I don't hate it because I actually am a big fan of Tony D, because this, this is a great example of, I don't know how far this character is going to go, but, you know, you give this mobster character to most other people, and it's going to die. But, man, Tony D can, uh, he can Look, play this character. he's the ball. He has. Yeah. And this is a great case of this proves them right when they say you got to have the personality. you got to have that first before the wrestling experience. A lot of people believe that. When it comes to Tony D'Angelo, they got lucky with D'Angelo and Tiffany Stratton more than anybody else of the new people they brought in on people they gave characters to that have actually lived up to what they wanted them to do. So anyway, he's in prison, and uh, they have a match tonight. Stax versus Joe Coffey. If Stax wins, he and Tony D get a title shot because Tony D's charges will be dropped. And we don't even know who has filed charges against Tony D, by the way. That was never explained. And, uh, and if he loses, he's going to be locked up like forever. Bad cinema. And this this is, is horrible, horrible <laughs> cinema. Then we had a Gigi Dolan pre-taped promo against Kiana. And, uh, yeah. This is another one. This is another example of doing a little this bit is, too much, too much drama. It's called a trough in the waves of the ocean is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, the, the ocean's a beautiful thing, but there's a lot of junk in it, too. But uh, you're there for the pretty sunsets and the tide. We had Drew Gulak, Charlie Dempsey versus Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. And the uh, match was good. crowd was super into it. They love Chase U. And finally, Thea attacks Gulak outside. She puts him in the Kimura that they taught her before they turned heel. Awesome. And uh, somehow the ref does not see this. It's double team. Chase and Hudson hit a botched version of their pin finisher on Dempsey. They pin him. And uh, this was fun for what it was. We had the uh, promos with Braun and Elia. 
Then we had uh, a segment with Mr. Stone and Von Wagner where, you know, Von Wagner powerbombed Big Body Javi through a table last week. Mr. Stone didn't want him to, but Von Wagner did anyway. Crowd went crazy for him. And Von Wagner says, you know, Javi said all the same things these kids said growing up. He goes, I got a titanium plate all across the front of my skull. Everybody made fun of me at school. And, uh, you know, they wanted a monster, so I've been a monster my whole life. But last week when I powerbombed Javi and those fans got behind me, I felt like myself for the first time ever. And Robert Stone, you're annoying little ass. I have you to thank. And he shakes his hand, and uh, they're getting Von Wagner over. They're actually getting this guy over. Then we had Kaylani Jordan and Cora Jade. And uh, for her second televised match, and it was not a squash, it was back and forth, and it was live. I mean, Kaylani Jordan, she's got something, dude. Now, I will say, I will say, they did what I didn't want them to do, which is they they added a, it was only two, okay? But there were two totally random gymnastic spots that she had to do. At one point, she did a, uh, she whipped her across and then dropped into the splits, which was like, why would you ever do that? And then during her uh, comeback, she uh, she threw a cartwheel for no reason. Oh, the cartwheel back fist. Both of these were botched. So I will uh, say it once again. You know, you got a gymnast. She does not need to do gymnastics in her matches. Everything that she does is not gymnastics. She's she's far beyond where she should be for two matches. So take that crap out. It's unnecessary. And uh, and let her learn to be a worker without having to do the gimmicks. Because in her corner was Dana Brooke, whose gimmick is literally that she has to do a bunch of gymnastics moves, and she's never gotten over. And it's been, how long has it been? Like 14 years? It's been some amazing amount of time that she's been there. 10 years or something like that. So uh, Kehlani Jordan could be a star, but just uh, keep her working. We had uh, some backstage clips. We had the awesome Dragon Up Braun Breaker match. It absolutely ruled. We had a Wes Lee segment, and uh, he's doing a promo talking about Ali. And uh, up walks Dirty Dom and Rhea. And Dom goes, you're that open challenge guy, right? I'm here. I accept that open challenge. Let's go do a match right now for your North American title. And Wesley goes, dude, I haven't done an open challenge in a long time. And Dom goes, I see. I show up and you don't want to do it anymore. And Wes goes, no, what are you talking about? Like, if you want to do it tonight, I'll go get it signed right now. And Dom goes, whoa. Next week, I will accept the open challenge. So next week, it is Dom and Wesley for the North American title. We had Tiffany Stratton and Ivy Nile. Which was, uh, it was fine. Ivy Nile is sad that the Creeds are gone. And uh, Tiffany ends up hitting a shot to the gut. uh, Hits her finish. Tiffany escapes. Hits the PME and gets the pin. And then cuts a promo about how annoying the fans are. Because the fans chant, you tapped out. Because they did a gimmick and Thea Hale tapped her out. And she's very upset about this. And so this is leading to a Tiffany Stratton-Thea Hale rematch for the title which I presume is coming up at the Great American Bash. Then we had Joe Coffey versus Stax, another trough. This was so... I mean, the match itself was not bad, because, like, Joe Coffey's good. And uh, the funny thing about Stax is, like, Stax in the ring with Joe Coffey, and, dude, he looks like Jeff Hardy when he used to go to Impact. This dude is so tall. Tall, yeah. And, uh, you know, they had a fine match. It was a lot of interference and such. But then uh, what ended up happening was... 
The storyline's so stupid. I'm not even going to bother. I'll just tell you guys, you know, it sucked. The storyline's goofy. But at the end of the day, Stax won. And uh, and him and, and uh, Tony D are going to get a tag title shot. I'll explain all the details on the Vinny show. Because I'm going to need some time to uh, get in with that one. And then the main event was Damian Priest and Finn Balor against Trick and Carmelo Hayes. And, you know, this is one of those things where, like, I'm watching, or I have to watch this on delay because I don't get the East Coast feed. And I start getting these emails. Why is Finn Balor beating Carmelo again? Why is Finn? Well, if you watch the show, it's patently obvious why. And that is they got the Great American Bash coming up. And they've already announced that um, that Ilya Dragunov is getting a championship match against Carmelo Hayes. And so they did this match here. And Ilya Dragunov comes down because Rhea Ripley tried to interfere. Carmelo accidentally bumps into Dragunov, knocks him off the apron. He turns around, Priest hits the south of heaven, Finn hits the coup de grace, gets the pin. Because the Great American Bash is a three-way. It is Carmelo Hayes versus Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. Because what they're trying to do is get main roster guys on all of these big shows. So the reason Finn Balor pinned the champion is to get him into a championship match at the pay-per-view and try to get people to watch the match because Finn Balor is fighting for the NXT title against Carmelo and Ilya Dragunov at the Great American Bash. Main event was really good, and uh, that's the uh, NXT show there. Do you belt up Dominic Mysterio, even if no. for a short period of time? No? I don't think so. You don't have him walking out there, he and Rhea Ripley, the... The, the the championship winning couple for a couple weeks on TV maybe to I mean you could American bash listen that, we're look, getting that could sow more dissension if you wanted to between Finn and, and and priest over trying to get this belt because my God look Rhea's got one Dominic's got one one of us has got to get one here and uh no puffin Zen Finn is not no longer mad at Seth all of this ties together into a storyline the storyline is that Seth Rollins has the title that Finn Balor wants. Finn Balor was fighting for it, and he lost, and he blamed Damian Priest. They were this close to breaking up, but they got back on the same page. They won themselves a shot at the tag team titles. But they are going to break up. And so, yes, Finn Balor beat Carmelo Hayes, but we now have a three-way coming up at the Great American Bash, and it doesn't take an idiot to figure out... What the finish is going to be, which is that Damian Priest is going to accidentally screw up. Carmelo Hayes is going to pin Finn Balor. You're going to continue this dissension here, which is then going to lead to Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Actually, it'd probably be the other one first, because I think the tag title match comes before the bash. But uh, something's going to go wrong there. And all of this is going to lead to the Judgment Day turning on Damian Priest. He splits off as a as a babyface. And uh, and away we go. So they're actually doing storylines that carry over from the main roster to NXT and from NXT back to the main roster. And yes, I mean, it is it is we're probably I don't know how many months away from needing to sign a new renewal. And so, hey, it's 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 renewal season. You want to put that uh, North American title on uh, on uh, Dom? Go for it. And then, uh, you know, whatever they need to do to get these NXT numbers as high as they can possibly get them while they're negotiating a new TV deal is smart business, and it's what they should do. 
And when's the best night to do that? It's on Monday night during Raw to get people to tune in the next night to the exact same channel, you know. So, again, you utilize Raw for that. That's where they all are anyway. That's what kind of put it in my mind. Not that I'm saying that I'd like to see Dominic Mysterio beat Wesley, but if you go ahead and do that, it's not like it's, you know, so out of pocket to to pull that move off right now. Well, I don't think that Dominic is going to win the North American title. What I'm saying is that you can do that. Absolutely. You can do anything you want. You want. And what <laughs> they should be doing right now is everything that they can do to boost these numbers as high as they can boost them so that they can get their uh, $2 billion television deal and be sitting pretty for the next four or five years. Well, the whole thing is get separate deals. You're going to have a deal for Raw. You're going to have a deal for SmackDown. You have a separate deal for NXT. you got to pump it up as much as you can. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but i was out of options i, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. 
We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. If you are a video subscriber, this is your chance to watch Wrestling Observer Live. I'm sorry, Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave at a, at a decent time tonight because uh, my, uh, my beloved Zipply Fiber is doing maintenance at the wrong time between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. tonight. And that's when we record Observer Radio. And so for tonight only, we are going to be going live immediately after the East Coast airing of Dynamite. So Dave and I are going to be up at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Whoa. Although it's Dave time, so you know it might be, it might be 7.30 slash 10.30. But uh, that's when we're going to go tonight live. So if you want to watch the show live, this is your chance. Video.f4wonline.com, the live tier. We're going to be talking about uh, everything. I will not be able to watch Dynamite because I don't even get it until after we're done recording the show. But Dave will do the Dynamite report. I'll watch it afterwards for uh, for the Brian and Vinny show. And then, uh, yeah, that's going to be tonight. So Mike is going to be uh, running solo tomorrow because I will be unavailable during Observer Live time. But what do we have on the docket, Mike? Well, obviously, there's going to be the world-famous Impact... Oh, I almost said Impact Review. The dynamite! famous Dynamite Review, but also coming on tomorrow, Emily Sweeney, the author of this book, Dropkick Murphy, and it is, again, very, very interesting. We'll talk about it tomorrow with her, but a old-school pro wrestler who actually started a career in osteopathic medicine and opened up uh, one of the first uh, farms and uh, help centers for mind, body, and spirit to try to help people uh, who are coming into recovery. So a very interesting story about a very interesting man. We're out of time. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs> 